Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now, we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Hello, Bachelor Nation. I hope you are all staying safe and healthy during this crazy time in our world. Thank you for tuning in to Here for the Right Reasons. I'm your host, Sarah Heron, and I want to remind you that you can listen on Spotify and leave a review on iTunes after you listen to this week's episode, which I recorded with Emma and Julie of Comments by Celebs. The Instagram experts helped me break down everything that's going on in Bachelor Nation, including some very interesting insight into Tyler Cameron and Hannah Brown's relationship, potential Bachelor in Paradise couples already brewing, how Claire's season of The Bachelorette is being affected by all this, and so much more. Enjoy my chat with Emma and Julie. How are you guys doing with everything that's going on? (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for asking. Um, I mean, we're good. You know, I think we're really lucky that we can do most of our work remotely and it's just a scary time. It is such a scary time for everyone. And I don't know, I think we're just doing our best to kind of get through it, you know, just like everyone else. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I almost feel like, are you guys busier? Because as far as celebrity news is concerned, like Instagram is like where it's at (laughs) for right now. Well, funny we were just saying that like literally the only news that can possibly be happening with the exception of some other things is what's happening on either ig live or in the comment section you know it's a very bizarre time when the news is really limited to social media for obviously in the entertainment world i mean so yeah i think we've actually definitely seen it increase i also love the idea that celebrities have nothing to do other than comment and post like i i think it's exactly where i wanted them the whole time (laughs) right comment post and go live Exactly. That's all. You're doing exactly what I need you to do. (laughs) Which I like ranted about this on Us Weekly's news podcast last week. Like I love the lives, but also there's too many and I don't know what to watch. (laughs) There's a lot. We did a sketch. We posted a schedule on our story a couple days ago because people were getting so overwhelmed. But the thing is, most of the best ones aren't scheduled anyway. Right. You never know who's going to hop on. Exactly. You really just have to rely that there's someone out there screen recording the whole thing and you're going to get it on YouTube. Yeah. Or like the, there needs to be like a policy where Instagram like forces them to save them for 24 hours instead of like the choice. Cause I feel like the people who choose to save them, that means like nothing good happened. And if they yeah. are saved, that's like when it's going down. Yes. Exactly. That's, that's a thing I could get behind for sure. Okay. Well, let's talk about how, you know, bachelor nation life goes on. Of course we have to start with poor Colton Underwood who has tested positive for coronavirus. Oh my God. Really that, you know, he's like an example of someone who I feel like people look at him as the picture of health in so many ways. You know, he's so active. He's so in shape. He values that stuff so much. And it really just goes to show you this will bring anyone down. It has nothing to do with your kind of physical health going into it. 
A hundred percent. And he is quarantining at Cassie, his girlfriend, obviously, who we met on the show. They've been together like a year now, a little bit over than that, a year since their finale aired. And he's on their third floor, just like struggling. And I feel bad that he's like oh with his girlfriend's whole family while he's like dying upstairs, not dying literally, but feeling, you know, not well. Yeah. It's uh, I'll tell you one thing though. If he, this was talk about getting close to someone. This is the real time when like you see who's in it and who's not real true colors come out during quarantine, whether or not you're infected. I mean, I think just for anyone. And so they're living in close quarters and probably that, that like closeness that he's always wanted that I think some people saw whether like we're debating whether or not it was reciprocal. He's probably getting that now in terms of like the emotional connection. A hundred percent. You're so right. 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 Like if they can get through this, they can get through anything. Right. Exactly. <laughs> And I also remember like his, her dad, like at the time on the show, like showing up, not necessarily being like all in, I'm sure they've all like come past that, but it's just so funny to think about everything, like how in a year from then they never would have imagined that this is where they would be. Right. Like here they are now. Yeah. Let, let, if, if we could have told them on the show, like we, Julie and I always talk about, like when we watch shows back, it's like, if we could only tell them what they know, cause we watched season one of keeping up with the Kardashians. And it's like, if I could tell Cassie's dad, just wait a second, you're about to be quarantined with this guy. Like... <laughs> Yeah. And they're still going to be together and they're not going to be engaged and they're actually taking things at like a normal pace. Like things are pretty good. All things considered. Yeah. <laughs> um, are you guys rewatching Kardashians? Is that what you just said? Well, last week there was no, there, you know, no, no new episode. So we went back and we watched episode one, season one, and we recapped the whole thing on our podcast and it was a ride. Oh my God. That's the one where they like have the engagement party and Kylie like pole dances. Yeah. Yep. She's literally <laughs> nine years old. It's so, it's the craziest thing to watch back. That is iconic. Um, Just to wrap up Colton, he does have a book that's supposed to come out on the last day of March. Unclear if that is still happening, but I heard it's got some tea in it. So something to look forward to. I hope it still comes out. Oh, yeah. I hope he's on schedule. Yeah. And Ali Fedotowski did get the test, but she Mm -hmm. does not. She tested negative, but she still has having like breathing problems. So wishing her the best, but just like so fascinating and sad that it just hits so home when you find people like within the same community, you know, Andy Cohen hit hard for me. I know you guys are Bravo people. Like, it's just so crazy to hear the, these names of like the people that are testing positive. Yeah. We were just saying Andy Cohen hits different. I, I think it's it just, does. He's such a figure that like, regardless of how into the whole pop culture world you are, like our dads know Andy Cohen, for example, you know, he's just such a figure that it was, it was a, that was a big one. For sure. Um, obviously we have to talk about Hannah Brown and Tyler Cameron, who yes. <laughs> they're giving us life through this quarantine by just posting nonstop all over Instagram, TikTok, live. Like these two are all over the place. First of all, I, all, I could talk about this forever. This is oh, like- we're about to <laughs> <laughs> ask us anything. Let's get into it. Okay. So we know that obviously she dumped him on, in the finale of the bachelorette season 15 last year. They um, briefly got a drink. He spent the night at her apartment. Everyone was rooting for them to like be a thing after the Jed catastrophe. Then he moved to New York and was, you know, the Gigi Hadid of it all. Can't blame him. Got real famous real quick. Um, She went on Dancing with the Stars. She was linked to Peter again really fast. Like these two have been through like so many relationship statuses in the last eight months. And we don't even really know like what happened there. But now Mm -hmm. she's in Florida after going to his mom's memorial service. Her brother overdosed which we found out because he like announced that he's fine now but he was in the hospital for a few days so they've both like been through a lot and they are coming together to just make content together during this quarantine 
no. First of all, this is the craziest thing ever. Also, important person to note to his to his rounds is Kylie Jenner's best friend Stas, which links him to a whole other world. Oh my right. god, how could I forget? But yeah, no, this is I mean, we were just talking about this on our podcast. Like there's something about trauma that is very bonding and I was what I was saying to Julie like just from a really psychological aspect, because obviously there's the frivolous side of it, which is like, I need to know if they're having sex and all of that. But (laughs) at a very psychological level, like, you know, I lost my mom August, 2018. And I remember after walking into like a supermarket, for example, and it was so weird, like two days later feeling like, how is the world still moving? Because my world had just stopped. And for Tyler, this is such a unique experience because not only did his world stop, immediately after the entire world stopped. So it's like grieving on a totally different level kind of. And the fact that he wanted Hannah to number one, be there with him just in terms of grieving his mom, but then additionally want to be quarantined together. Like you have to really like a person for that. Forget about love. Like you have to really enjoy their company. And it, to me, it just speaks volumes. That's so true. Wow. Right? Yeah. If everything our sources have told us is that they're just friends. First of all, do you guys think that that's true. And is it possible for them to just be friends? Do you think there's something else like brewing there and they just don't know yet? I think that with the two of them, it's one of those things where it's like, okay, you've provided each other such comfort during this time. You obviously get along well enough that you can, you know, be together, quarantined without driving each other too crazy. And the connection was previously there. So for me, from my perspective, I'm like, how are you not going to leave this with that connection still intact? Like, I think it would be crazy to not get back into it. But at the same time, I think that if they're friends and this is a genuine friendship, then they absolutely can just be friends. Yeah. Like, I think it's possible, but I also think, what else are they going to do in quarantine? Like, they already know they're into (laughs) each other sexually. I mean, I think they're doing, yeah, I think they're sleeping together. But hey, whatever. (laughs) Teach their own. I just think (laughs) they are, and I think they should be, but whatever they want. Uh, Yeah, I mean, I'm rooting for, the only thing I guess is that they're with like a million people all the time. Yeah, but like, think about in college. It didn't matter. <laughs> true. We're on The Bachelor. That's true. Yeah, exactly. They're used to this. I know. And it's, I know The Bachelor is like a weird world where like, I guess they always all kind of come out of it friends and like incestuous a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, I'm rooting for them. I think we all are, but I just, I don't know. Like, I, I, I almost feel like if they were, they wouldn't be so in our face about it. But maybe they're just bored and like can't help but like keep going live on Instagram. Yeah, I think they're kind of just going with it. I really feel that way. Like, I don't think that this is, you have to remember what we always talk about. These are not A-list celebrities. These are reality stars that became celebrities. And I don't mean that negatively. What I mean by that is the way that they interact with social media is very different than your A-lister because it's a lot less contrived. Like it's very, it's kind of like how when, you know, Brody Jenner and Miley Cyrus got into that thing, Miley would have never engaged in the comment section in the way that Brody did, but he's a reality star. He doesn't give a shit. It's very right. simple. Thing. I think they also a little bit, of course, love the fact that they can see how much, how well everyone's responding to them together. And I think they just like playing into that at the very least. Yeah, that's true. They might be messing with us and like getting the last laugh, which we're kind of seeing with these TikTok captions, which mm-hmm. by the way, I love that you guys did an episode all about TikTok. Because I assume you must be getting so many questions from people like, what is going on? Why are all these celebrities dancing? And why do I care? (laughs) Thank you. Yeah, we had to just break it down. People needed like a beginner's guide. That's what we did. TikTok 101. Um, Um, Iconic. But these two are like, (laughs) she posted like, um, they joked about spooning, playing that spoon game. They did the TikTok of their friends joking about Tyler not getting a rose. She... um, 
there have just been like so many. I feel like they're like, again, like hitting the nail on the head. Like they're just flat out like messing with us almost. Yeah, because they are literally together with no other distraction. Like what else do they have to do than create amazing content? It's kind of like best case scenario for Bachelor Nation fans because it's like, you have Hannah, like if someone would have told me a month ago that I'm going to have Hannah and Tyler stuck in a house together with his friends and family making TikToks, like forced to make TikToks, I would have been like, no way. Right. No, right. Literally it's, best case scenario. Yeah. It, it sounds like a reality show they would like force celebrities to do that they wouldn't want to sign up for, like kind of like Big Brother, but even less of like structure. But exactly. instead we're getting it like for free. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Did you guys see last night that they were on Instagram live playing virtual beer pong with the guys from the Sway House? Yes, obviously. Of course. <laughs> like what year is it? What is happening? For people listening who don't know what the Sway House is, which I don't blame you, um, the Sway House is a group of like 20-year-olds living together that make TikToks, not to be confused with the Hype House, which was like the OG TikTok house. Mm-hmm. I'm right, right? Yes, yes you are right. definitely correct. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I don't even know how they know each other, but they played beer pong against each other on live last night. Also, let me tell you something that we found out. On TikTok, it exists in this alternate universe where TikTokers or those people that are ha- like a, have an up-and-coming co- up presence on TikTok just connect. Like you don't have to have any previous relationship. Once you're both in the TikTok world, you just connect. And I'm sure it happened as simply as like Josh Richards sending Tyler a DM being like, yo, want a link later? <laughs> and like they do it because they know that the TikTok like fandom will go crazy. Like I, I that's what we've that's what we've been seeing a lot of recently. Wow, that's so interesting. It's the same reason that Addison is at Jason Derulo's house. Right, that's like, right. Yeah, like, what is happening? Yeah. Exactly. You know? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Okay. So TikTok is just like, a, it's like the DMs are even like more open, basically. Yeah. I, I mean, we are not, we don't actively participate in that, but that's the vibe that we have definitely gotten. Yes. Wow. That is so interesting. I also just want to say that in the beginning of all this, it was like we were giving Hannah and Tyler a free pass with the whole social distancing because everyone was so excited to see them together that even though they were on the beach when they weren't supposed to, we just didn't care. But they have since moved inside a little bit more, it seems. Yes. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's my thing. Like, I know they're maybe with multiple people, but at least they're not going anywhere. So they're isolating themselves just with company. They're calling themselves the quarantine crew. So real quick, we just need to talk about some of their friends. Yeah, because these people are probably like, I wonder what they're all thinking, because they were Tyler's friends before all of this. And they're clearly playing into it, too. And they're probably gaining like a decent following. Well, what's funny is that, you know, two things about it. First of all, his brother had his own small TikTok presence before all this, like before Tyler was active, his brother was active. Like I remember scrolling my for you page and being like, wait a second, is that Tyler Cameron's brother? So he's probably (laughs) loving this from a TikTok perspective. And then we know Matt is, isn't he going to be on The Bachelorette? Yeah, so he is, like, supposed to be on Claire's season of The Bachelorette, which we'll get to, but apparently there might be, like, some cast changes, but I hope he still goes on because this will be, like, even better because now I feel like I know the guy. Exactly. Right. Yes, exactly. Um, so we Matt was the one he lived with in New York, and he runs that, like, charity with. They seem to be besties, but they had some – he had, like, beef with Hannah briefly, right? Well, no, I think he said not nice things about her after, after The Bachelorette, which is interesting. It's very interesting. I think he was on his story, like posting, like, we'll see. Like he, he didn't like that Hannah tried to ask him out. No. And the re- the thing that I, that I like, w- that's what makes this whole quarantine crew thing even more interesting because for Tyler, let's go, let's assume that they are hooking up or assume, you know, thinking about getting back together hypothetically here. Right. The most important thing to him in his life is that his 
family and that his best friend in the world get along with the girl that he's going to be with. So the fact that now Matt and Hannah are bonding in the way they are is probably nothing could make Tyler happier, you know? Right. He's watching his brother make TikToks with the girl. He's watching all his best friends. Like, how can they not be in love? Yeah, exactly. That's that's how I feel. The other one is that Kate Dooley girl who we know is Tyler's like closest female friend. Mm hmm. And we know that they've, like, joked about dating before. She said, like, he, like, the, she said happy birthday to the boy who went from the end zone and wound up in the friend zone. So that is a very interesting dynamic to me because I would wonder if she's, like, protective of him. But then she seems to be getting along with her, too. Yeah, that is an interesting dynamic. Well, that's the whole thing, though. It's, like, that's why I, I really don't think that this is as superficial. Like, I think that there has to be a real connection if he's letting you guys, we have to forget, like, this is intimate for anybody during quarantine because it's such a scared, like scary, uncertain time. But he's also literally grieving his mom as of two weeks ago. So he's not letting anyone in there that is even remotely considered toxic by him or his friend group. Like, I think this is the biggest seal of approval Hannah could ever get from his world. I really feel that way. That's so true. It's I keep forgetting that because he seems so obviously we're only seeing the highlights on his social media and stuff, but he seems to be in like decent spirits, all things considered. Yeah. I mean, that's what we were talking about. Some, I think it depends on your personality and like some people really lean into the silence and other people need a distraction and maybe he's both. So like on one hand, he appreciates the downtime, but also is using it to distract himself. And that's kind of why we're seeing all of this. So for whatever it is, I'm just happy for him because you're right. He does seem at least from what we see, which of course is just a highly real, he seems like he's doing as best as he could be. I think also the crew that he has around him was picked for a very specific reason. Like I think by no means is the fact that any of them are there in accident. And I think that he knew who he needed to be with during this time. And I think that him being with not only Hannah, but his brother and his closest friends is the best possible thing for him. And the trainer, they are getting so freaking fit, even though they already are. These right. people, I can't with the workouts. It's just making me depressed. I know. <laughs> I know. Well, of course, I mean, Hannah did get some heat for that one Instagram caption, which I, I want to hear your guys take on this in general, just because celebrities are all over Instagram and some of them, you know, Vanessa Hutchins are, you know, maybe not necessarily taking the best um, route here with their comments. Hannah posted a picture in a bikini and she said, what's more contagious than a smile? Of course, People went in on her and then for saying, you know, obviously the coronavirus is more contagious, which that's not what she meant, I would assume. And she was saying just trying to spread some love here rather than fear, not making light of the situation. So Hannah or any of them, what would your advice be to be these celebrities to like, you know, go about this the right way? I mean, listen, <laughs> Here's, clearly, clearly her intention is not to mock the virus. I get all of that. I really do. But it's so easy to not make that your caption. Like there's so many other <laughs> If, if your goal is to spread lightheartedness and positivity, which I do believe is her goal, there are so many other ways to do it than in the form of a caption that could even potentially be perceived negatively. Because what I feel like people forget is that it's not like, you know, people that know you know how you are, right? So like they understand your caption and what kind of comes with that. But when you're a celebrity or you're a public figure, you're putting that out. There's a lot of people that don't know you and they, they aren't going to assume that you mean it in the best way. And so it just, it, it, I don't know, for me, it was like, why are you putting yourself in that heat when it's so unnecessary? Right. You know? I feel like with celebrities, the thing that, the thing, they just have to take one second before posting and just think like, if this is potentially offensive to anybody, or if this is potentially a bad look for me, like, is it worth going through with this? And in a case of the caption, like what's more contagious than a smile? Like it's not worth going through with it. You can always get a better caption. You can 
you can caption that in, in a year when this is all kind of done with and we're in the blue, hopefully. So I don't know. Yeah, maybe yeah. avoid the word contagious when we're talking right. about catching a virus. Yeah, I just, I don't know. Again, it's not nothing worth like crucifying her over. She obviously didn't mean it badly, but I guess I would just steer away from those types of things. My advice, but who am I? Yeah, I mean, obviously Vanessa Hutchins and the Madonna this morning was more like specific, about they were like addressing the virus. So it was a little bit like, did you see Madonna last night or whatever it was? I saw, yeah. I mean, to be honest with you though, and we were just talking about this, Yes, Vanessa Hutchins came across as wildly insensitive, and I get that, right? Madonna, same thing. But no one to me is worse in any of this than Evangeline Lilly. That oh, was, totally. That, that was what we were saying on the podcast for anybody who's unaware. Basically, she very publicly you know, posted this picture to Instagram basically saying, my freedom comes comes above anything, saying that she just dropped her kids off to gymnastics camp, et cetera. And someone in the comments, you know, responded to her and was like, Hey, are you not social distancing or self-isolating? And she was like, no, honestly, you know, my freedom comes first. I have a compromised immune system. My father's at home with stage four leukemia and like basically nothing's going to keep me down. It was the most, that to me is like a whole other level because that is an intentional, like an intentional way to just kind of put yourself above it all. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Who do you think is doing Instagram like the best right now? Like who are you constantly checking to see when they've like uploaded or something like that? I know you guys are big John Mayer people. (laughs) Well, like for example, like John's a really good example of someone who uses Instagram live in a really kind of productive way. Like people want to go on there and feel like an escape and feel some sort of a lighthearted escape without insensitivity. And he does it really well. Same thing with Joe and Sophie. Obviously theirs is a little less, you know, curated, like his is an actual show, but they do it right. Um, just the people that can have fun with it, I think. Yeah, John and Chrissy, even like Seth Rogen on Twitter doing the recap of Cats is like, I think everyone's really coming through and doing something a little bit different in their own way to try and keep people entertained. Like Cardi B going on live all the time is just so good. Yeah, and Sophie Turner, well, you know, wasn't afraid to call call people out who weren't, you know, practicing their correct social distancing, which was fun. <laughs> yeah, I love that about her. I also love... And, you know, and on the flip side of that, as much as I completely disagree with everything Vanessa Hutchins said, I don't think that she needs to be dragged through the mud for this. And that's why I appreciated Chrissy Teigen coming in response and being like, listen, celebrities are people. They mess up. Like, there's no need to try to cancel them. And that's kind of always our take. Like, yeah, she sounded like an idiot, for lack of a better (laughs) word. But like, hey, come on. She's human. Like, no need to. Well, there are worse things in the world right now. Totally. Well, let's talk about Claire's season of The Bachelorette, which may never be, but Fingers crossed. Obviously, it's on hold right now, like every Hollywood production, basically. Um, They were literally like about to like she joked that she was like putting the dress on, like ready to go um, when they pulled the plug on the production. We know Tyler's friend Matt James was supposed to be on it. But um, Chris Harrison on his lives, because he's been live every night with his girlfriend, Lauren Zima, um, doing some fun interviews. They have said that they don't even know if the cast is going to be the same because people who had to take off work, who knows if they're going to be able to take off work again or in a couple months, like we don't know where we're all going to be. So I mean, which is kind of crazy, but Claire has taken it upon herself to encourage people to still apply, which I love. But don't you think this season could be very interesting if she, if any of those people do come back? Look, she's obviously stalked them on Instagram already, right? (laughs) The names are out there. Talk about the most dramatic season yet. Like, you know, whole whole, it, it adds a whole other meaning to that phrase. But like, yeah, that is, it is a bizarre circumstance. I mean, I, 
but you know something maybe that's maybe that's the kind of unconventional ways that that things need to happen it's kind of like bachelor nation doesn't exist in separation from reality like i know so many people think it does but they they are affected by what's going on with the rest of the world so yeah i think it's interesting i think claire is like to be honest you know we did i didn't watch her season but i did watch um you know, after the final rose when she came on and how she was talking about, you know, when she kind of told off Juan Pablo, how it felt so good to her because it was kind of like she was doing it on behalf of all of the men that wronged her. And I just feel like my, my sense is that she's going to take that energy into this next season. Full force. Yeah. I had high hopes for her. So I'm keeping my high hopes alive. I feel like she's going to come off even more like she's going to want this even more because it almost was taken away from her. I hope they were like recording and have like a dramatic reenactment of like the moment like the show was pulled. Oh, right. Chris Harrison would not allow them to not. I mean, they have to keep one upping each other. That's the thing about The Bachelor is that every season, these last couple of seasons have been like more and more dramatic. Like it's actually the most dramatic season ever has kind of been living up to that. So like, I don't know where we go from here. So maybe this, I guess. Maybe this. Who knows? Yeah. Well, the other thing to keep in mind is that if it's not recast, we don't know that she hasn't formed connections with people and talking to them while this is, you know, kind of on hiatus. Oh, my God. That's so true. What if she's like DMing half of them right now? Right. So she could come in having like fully formed relationships with people potentially. Oh, God. And then the other ones will get so mad. Oh, wow. I'm loving that. Yeah, there's (laughs) a lot here. There's a lot to work with here. There is a lot to work with here. Well, of course, she had to get in a quick Twitter feud with Juan Pablo who I don't know why Juan Pablo felt the need to weigh in at all on anything that's going on. But for those of you who don't remember, um, Claire did infamously tell off Juan Pablo after he reportedly said, I don't love you, but I like effing you to her um, on her their finale. And then he picked Nikki. Um, but he did some bizarre interview with like Life and Style saying that he wonders what could have happened if he picked Claire. He's married now and he has a daughter. So like I don't really know why he's weighing in here. But like I feel like Bachelor Nation just can't help but be messy. Let me tell you something. That guy is the example of a dick. (laughs) Truly, truly, I'm sorry for like such a non-eloquent phrase, but that is literally what he is. That is a guy that he can't get out of his own way, first of all. Second of all, he can't, he has such pain in seeing other people happy. Like just when she's embarking on this new journey, he has to make some noise because God forbid it's not about him. I have no patience for for people like that. I think he's a prime example of like, it wasn't editing. It was you. (laughs) No, totally. You know? I mean, he inspired a book, Andy Dorfman. It's like the first part of her, her book title was based off Juan Pablo. Like that's when you know, like maybe you kind of suck. Yeah, yeah exactly. Exactly. Um, Nick and Kelly, Nick Vile and Kelly from Peter season was a brief thing that actually like started kind of because of Instagram. Mm-hmm. So obviously we saw um, Kelly weirdly wasn't at Women Tell All, but was at After the Final Rose. They tried to pretend that maybe Kelly was with Peter, which first of all, during that season, were you guys getting like crazy amounts of people thinking they had like the unspoiled results of Peter's season based on Instagram or anything like that? Yeah. People either thought that he was with Kelly or was with the producer, Julie LaPlaca. Mm. And they were like sending you stuff probably. Yeah. I mean, people always send us stuff, but you know, I don't know. We're not into that. We're not really spoiler people. Yeah. We don't really either. We like are aware of it, but we try Like we don't want ABC to come for us either. So we try to like balance like what people are saying online versus like what actually could be true because you want to like watch the show but that was just so interesting because there was so much talk about it but these two specifically were at Chris Harrison's party and they were took a picture together and Nick Vile joked about it and then in the comment section Chris Harrison was like stirring the pot like oh they were getting cozy so that was like kind of like an Instagram moment that sort of became 
like a couple potentially, but I don't think they're actually dating. Oh yeah. Remember Hannah Ann also commented on it and that was, yeah, that was, a. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it was honestly a hot couple. I'd be into it. Oh, me too. I, I like too, Nick. Yeah. I think that we, like, we've come to know Nick, like I just, you know, through all this and he's in, he gets a, I don't know. I think he gets a bad rap. Like, you know, cause I, yeah, I like him too. He's been on the show. He's very nice. He is, he's like a lot, but not in a bad way. You just kind of have to like, let him do his thing. If that makes yeah, sense. Exactly. Let him do his thing. He's a fun guy. Exactly. And she's smart. And I think he's smart and I, yeah, no, I'd be into that. Totally. And I feel like at this point, not for Nick, not that he wants this, but I feel like it's inevitable. He's going to end up with someone from the bachelor franchise, because even though it's been a long time since he's been on the show, he's still pretty associated with it. And he weighs in with his opinions a lot in the comment sections of a lot of Instagrams on his podcast. Like he's still very much in the mix. So I feel like it makes sense for him to end up with like a girl who was on the show that came off very well, like normal, like on the side. Yeah. I think, it, I think that Kelly, I'm not saying her specifically, but that type of person is exactly what he would need because they're like, and in it enough to get why he's in it, but also they have another career that isn't just being an influencer. And I don't mean that with disrespect to influencers. I'm saying like she has her own career, uh, own different career, but also can like understand the bachelor world. Yeah. I want him to go back on like a uh, summer games or like a paradise of it all. I'm sure he won't. And I know he's like probably against it, but I really think that there's, there's hope for him. It's like, it got to work eventually. <laughs> it will work eventually. I eventually think we're, all, yeah. we're all on different time schedules. I did want to ask you guys, because obviously Comments by Celebs is the main account, but we have some offshoots, including Comments by Bachelor. One, how did you decide like what to use first and how within the Bachelor world, how do you deem something worthy for Comments by Celebs versus just Comments by Bachelor? Yeah. So Comments by, we did Comments by Athletes and then Bravo, Comments by Bravo and then Comments by Bachelor. And I said this to you like on the phone or on email, full transparency, like Julie and I are, would never pretend to be very much in the bachelor world. It's just not our thing. Of course, we have to be peripherally knowledgeable of it because it's so much of what we do. But I, the reason we started bachelor, it literally happened. I was watching bachelor in paradise and I was like, wait a second, this is actually so good. <laughs> and I was like, I literally texted Julie. I was like, game plan. We're just doing it. I was like, let's just start it. And we started it because we'd already had the handle reserved. And we just started it that night, like during some really good, I think, Kaylin Blake stuff on Bachelor mm. Paradise. Yes. Yes. I remember yeah. this now. <laughs> yeah. Because um, I started getting a little invested. Yeah, with the text messages probably. Yeah. In terms of Bachelor versus comments, I still have 99% of Bachelor things go on Bachelor um, just because we found that our audience, our comments by celebs audience does not respond well to like bachelor celebrities being on the main page is kind of a bizarre thing. Um, mm. But unless it's something super relevant to the celebrity world, for example, when Caitlin Bristow commented on K Jennifer Aniston's picture and she responds it, or with the whole Nick Vile, Rachel, Bil Rachel Bilson thing, like there are a couple people that can double, like Nick's an example of someone that can double. Um, but for the most part, that kind of the content stays on Bachelor. That makes sense. I love when it turns into actual news. Like I remember you guys, I think were one of the ones like asking Nick Vile, like what's going on with Rachel Bilson? Like, just tell us, everyone's asking. And he was like, played it off like, oh, the trolls or something. But it was like, oh, Nick addressed it. Like you guys make news. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank yeah. You. <laughs> it's a weird thing that, that has happened in a progression in our business. But I, I, yes, we definitely have become a source of entertainment news and it's, it's really cool. It's validating. Yeah, no, I love it. And I think you guys do such a great job on your show going like you get very detailed, like you have some good takes, like you are not afraid to digest like a scene and a show and like get every angle. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. you. <laughs> it's fun. It's Thank fun. Um, we have to address Peter, Hannah Ann and Madison before I let you guys go, because we have Peter is quarantining with his family after that, after the final rose. Can you imagine? You know something? 
there's nothing as I was watching, uh, I think it was, I guess Peter posted his Instagram and he made the video of him and his mom and he made the comments private and Barr posted it without making the comments private. And someone commented like nothing can, you know, take the love of a son and his mother. And she was going back and forth and like, you know what? She's right. There's nothing that she could do. That's going to make him too mad to be with her. It's just not going to happen that way. Um, he also lives at home, so he, yeah. I don't know if no. he has anywhere else to really go. <laughs> well, like I'm saying, I don't even think he wanted to. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, no, I, I don't think so either. Yeah. It's, yeah, our not- sources are telling us that they're closer than ever, which is great. Like, I'm not trying to rip a family apart, but after what happened with Barb at that after the final rose, like, it just blows. And then she was giving interviews and she was clapping back on Instagrams. Like, I just would wonder what was going through his mind. Like, I would have to be like, need a break maybe? Not even just like from my parents, but just like from everything. But Peter seems fine. <laughs> well, the, I read this fascinating article um, a couple of weeks ago that was like um, an opinion piece. And it was kind of a psychological approach to Peter and the way that he approached like his season. And it was like what Barb showed in that after the final rose made us all like learn that Peter grew up with a level of chaoticness and a level of craziness, which is the exact reason that he was into Victoria F. So like basically the whole thing of that is like, this is nothing new for him. His mom's been doing that his whole life. Maybe this was embarrassment on a massive scale, but this is probably where he thrives. He's co- he, get, he finds comfort in the craziness, which is a weird take, but I actually agreed with a lot of it. Yeah, he definitely loved the criers, which was bizarre because usually you would think men would be like, oh, crazy, like run away. But he was like, you cried? Oh, here's a rose. Right, right. Exactly. Because I think dramatic slays of emotion was the way that he interpreted love growing up. If you you can get weirdly psychological with it, and I think there's a lot of validity (laughs) to it. No, 100%. Um, and I, Peter is, every celebrity is also answering questions on Instagram right now, which is, you know, always a fascinating way to go. And Peter last night was listed out his goals. And one of his goals was to become a DJ, which I just felt like needed to be shared with the world. (laughs) (laughs) Did he really say that? (laughs) Yes. He wrote a few. Um, it was like, get a plant-based diet, um, start like a, a charity. Like they were a bunch of stuff. And then at the bottom, it was just like, become a DJ. (laughs) I love that for him. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, yeah. It, you see that with a lot of reality stars, I guess. You know what? Good for him. Dream big, kid. <laughs> Dream big. <laughs> um, I don't know if you guys saw this. This is a side note, but I was just going through my screenshots because I was looking for that screenshot, which I don't have anymore. But Nicole, who was on Colton season and then on Bachelor in Paradise, she was involved with all that clay drama um, on Bachelor in Paradise, tweeted the other day. I'm halfway through the first episode of Love is Blind, and I just remembered <laughs> one of the guys slid into my arms like, DMs a couple of days ago to talk about coronavirus or something. And I never responded, of course. It, it had to been Mark. Right? It had to be Mark. That's had so Mark. funny. That's so funny. Oh my God. That's amazing. And like, yeah, you know, that, been that, Mark, right? Well, I mean, it yeah. could have been, the only other person that it could have been is someone who didn't get that big, like who wasn't a main character. Right. Yeah. Who didn't get married. Oh God. She responded. Yes. She said, ha ha. I'm going to kill you guys. Yes. It was Mark, AKA the only Latino. And I know you're all reading this, like pretends to be shocked. Oh, that is, I cannot believe I didn't know that. Wow. Thank you for sharing that. So funny. I mean, like, what are the, uh, I would love a crossover of a love is blind and a bachelor person together. Me too. I would love a crossover of love is blind with anything. There are no people that go harder for love is blind than we do. Truly. Oh my God. So give the little pitch of why anyone who hasn't watched it, why they need to watch Love is Blind. Oh my God. Okay. Basically, if anybody unfamiliar with the premise, it is a dating show that exists or starts in isolation pods, meaning these people are going on dates with people that they have never seen. So you're fully falling in love via your connection, nothing visual. 
And you kind of watch the progression of people getting engaged to each other solely via voice and then actually meeting in person and kind of going on this journey. And it is the most fascinating social experiment ever. You will become so addicted. And then after you watch the reunion, listen to our reunion recap podcast, because there is just so much to dive into. I was a little disappointed by that reunion. I needed a little bit more dirt. Um, the Nick and Vanessa Lachey needed to dig a little deeper, but Absolutely. other than yeah, that, yeah. it was fascinating. I mean, if you haven't watched it, I, I don't know if there's anyone out there, but if you like The Bachelor and any like reality dating show, like it's a must. It's a must. I'm not even, a, I don't even watch that much, that much TV. And this was, I had to, it's really interesting. Well, Peter is doing well and Hannah Ann and Madison are also living their best lives. Um, Madison was, first of all, became friends with Selena Gomez overnight, which was, that was fun. Do we know how they know each other? Church, we assume? Church, we, so we've been told. <laughs> yeah. Church and also which is like, great. we see this happen a lot. This is very similar to Demi Lovato and Hannah Brown situation. You know, celebrities watch The Bachelor, then they tweet about it, or they post about it, and then they connect with that person. Like, it's kind of, we've seen it before, you know? Yeah, it's true. It's bizarre the more, and like with, um, even like Charlize Theron, like taking that picture in front of Peter's sign. It's a very interesting way to get into like the, to, you know, you learn a lot about an A-lister when you realize like they're a Bachelor fan and it like makes me like them more. Right. Well, look at Tyler and Gigi. (laughs) Oh my God. Which I still like, why was Tyler at Gigi's um, grandma's funeral? Like I just, there's so much there that we never got resolved. That is a question that may never be answered. I was going to say, we'll never know. I need to know so bad. Yeah. Especially after knowing Yolanda and meeting her mom on Russell's Beverly Hills. Like, I just need to know why he was there and why. And then they broke up like two days later. It wasn't like they were in Malibu. You realize he had to go to the Netherlands. Like, that is some other shit. It's insane. It's insane. Yeah. (laughs) Which I guess shows another way of like, they went back to Hannah and Tyler. Like, he, you know, values being there for people during hard times. And that's kind of what they're doing. Like, it's dark, but I guess it's there it is there it's a very rapid way to form a connection with someone so i don't know i'd love to hear more yeah um madison is also i'd love to hear more about that madison is definitely on her way to you know being an instagram star um and i actually saw this last night mike johnson and connor were on instagram live and mike was like giving her crap about madison being like what's up with you and madison and he got like a little red and he was like i don't know and i was like oh god like the dms are already happening we don't even know paradise is gonna film on time but they're already messaging each other for sure yes that's i had no idea cosmopolitan doing the lord's work watching this instagram transcribing it (laughs) yeah wow (laughs) that is there is a special place in heaven for people that do that because it's really not an easy job we know it we know it well (laughs) yeah well yeah (laughs) yeah Um, Mike said he was like pressing him for details and apparently Connor got super weird. He was like, dude, I can't give you anything. Oh, wow. Breaking news. I see. That's the thing about Mike Johnson. He's not afraid to ask the hard hitting questions. No, he's not. And I, I I really liked Connor. He kind of got the short end of the stick because he was involved in that Kalen, um, Dean drama, which obviously Kalen and Dean proved to, you know, be the real deal. They're still together. Um, and he kind of got shafted. Like he needs like a good paradise romance. I so agree. I, I so agree. I so, I actually so agree. I don't know if Maddie's. The Peter's person. girls are going to thrive on paradise. That's all we know. <laughs> Hannah Ann is going to be the star of paradise. I know she's not the bachelorette, but she'll get to be the bachelorette of paradise. So like, it's all, it's all good. Mm-hmm. It all works out. Um, before I let you guys go, I wanted to know anything else you recommend watching non-reality reality. How are you filling your time? What are the Instagram accounts you need to keep an eye on? Just tell me everything. <laughs> well, 
Julie is definitely more qualified in the television space because she just watches a lot more. But I will say I just watched Tiger King on Netflix. It is the most bizarre seven part documentary you will ever watch. And I can't recommend it more highly. Like quarantine is the perfect time to watch it. And I'm telling you guys, it's not pop culture based, but oh my God. Right, Julie? Oh my God. It's really wild. It's that's a must watch. Um, there's a couple of new things that are like trending on Netflix right now. The show all American is supposed to be excellent. I haven't started it yet because I found myself on the same, same tiger King trap, um, that Amazon, but we did a couple of lists on our Instagram stories of just things that are streaming and, and, um, things that are on Netflix and Hulu and HBO go. And if you need content, there is a lot out there. I'll tell you that much. (laughs) Yeah, we have a whole highlight on our on Comments by Slabs called like Passing Time that we put the screenshots there if you want to go check it out. We've curated some lists. It's a nice time for at least everyone to be watching the same thing. Like there's nothing better. That's one of the things I love about The Bachelor. And even if you don't like love the show, you watch like the finale or the after final rose because the whole world is talking about it. Yes, mm-hmm. definitely. Internet camaraderie. There's nothing like that internet camaraderie. There really isn't. And I feel like Tiger King is like the new one. Like I'm starting to see it. So I have to watch it tonight because I can't, I can't be behind. There's nothing worse than when you miss the trend and then you want to talk about it and everyone's over it. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Don't fall into that trap. (laughs) That's the story of my life, which is why I can't believe I'm early on Tiger King. And I cannot wait for you to watch so we can talk about Joe Exotic. Wow. This is so exciting. Okay. Well, thank you guys so much for joining me. Pimp out all your stuff. You got the podcast. You got the thousand Instagram accounts. (laughs) What's going on? Yes. Tom and Spice Loves is the main account. You can also search that um, wherever you find your podcast. We basically break down pop culture. If you're a Kardashian fan, we do full, you know, episode recap scene by scene, super intense. Um, and then we have comments by Bachelor, comments by Bravo, comments by influencers, comments by TikTok most recently, comments by athletes. So I don't know if you're into Instagram comments, we are your people. Oh my God. Comments by TikTok. That's exciting. Mm-hmm. Whole new group. A lot yes. of drama there. <laughs> Yeah, I can't keep track of who's in what house and like why they all are fighting, but I like, and I'm too old to care, but I also care. It's weird. It's, yeah, it's crazy. You're almost mad at yourself for how much like you've been sucked into it. That's how I right, think, like, at least. Why do I know who Addison Ray is? Why do I know who Bryce Hall is? Why is the one Daisy girl leaving the hype house? Like, I shouldn't know who these people are, but I can't look away. I can't <laughs> look away. I know everything. You could quiz me. I could take my ACTs on the, on the, on the hype house drama. <laughs> oh my God. That's amazing. Well, I can't wait to go listen to your um, TikTok episode. I need, I need more TikTok drama in my life. <laughs> yes. I hope you enjoy it. Thank you again for tuning in. Be sure to listen on Spotify, leave a review and check out comments by celebs all over Instagram. Talk to you guys next week. Have you ever wondered how to say good morning in Italian or what is goodbye in French? You can ask Alexa, just say, What is happy birthday in German? Or how do you say hello in Japanese? Do you want to know how to say I love you in Spanish? Ask Alexa and start learning a new language today.